Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm Coach Sammy, and I am so glad you are here. The teen years can be fun and exciting, but also filled with self-doubt, insecurities, and lots of frustration. I am here to help you along your teen journey and make sure you enjoy your teen years as much as possible. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast this week. How are you all doing? I just got back from our spring break in Vegas and watched a lot of girls soccer, which I absolutely loved. And now I'm back, back at home recording this podcast for all of you. How are you all doing? Today's episode, we are going to talk more about peer-to-peer social skills and One of the questions I get so often from you guys is how do I talk to somebody about an issue or maybe something that's bothering me? Because many times I will be working with teens and they will have an issue with someone and I'll ask them like, hey, why don't you just talk to them about this? Or have you told them what you think about the situation or how you feel about the situation? And many times your answer is no. Like you tell me, no, I haven't even talked to them about it. And a lot of you are afraid to have conversations with your friends or peers about situations. Like maybe your friend is borrowing money from you and they don't pay you back. Or maybe your friend borrowed your shirt and it's your favorite shirt and they haven't given it back yet. Or maybe your friend keeps asking you for answers to the homework each night. Or maybe just one of your friends is refusing to talk to you all together and you're like, what the heck? Why are they not talking to me? Why are they ignoring me? Right? And There's a conversation that you feel like really needs to happen or whatever situation you feel like you really want to say something, but you just can't bring yourself to say anything. And so you just kind of pretend that what's happening isn't really happening or pretend that you are not bothered by the situation at all. But inside you might be screaming, hey, I really want you to pay me back or give me my favorite shirt back or do your own homework, stop copying my paper. Or maybe you just wanna know like, hey, why isn't my friend talking to me? Why are they ignoring me? How can I fix what I need to fix if they don't even tell me what's wrong? And I call these brave conversations because brave conversations are really hard to have sometimes and they can be really tricky and they can be really scary. When I think back to junior high and high school and even my college days, I do a really good job of thinking about all the conversations that I wanted to have and I just didn't. And I'm like, why didn't I have those? Why didn't I tell those people what I was really thinking? When you live with roommates from different backgrounds and life experiences, not everyone looks at things the same way, especially when you get into college. And even in junior high and high school, everybody comes to school with their own backgrounds, their own stories, their own ways of being raised, their own culture, their own individual ways of how their families work. 
And many times you're just not going to see things the same way. I had roommates that ate all my food in college without asking. They would just go into my closet and wear my clothes and then leave them on my floor dirty. I had roommates borrow my car and not reimburse me for gas or make a whole meal in the kitchen and not clean up after themselves or do any of the dishes. And I could go on and on here about situations in my life with conversations that I was way too scared to have. I didn't say anything in these situations. And I'm like, why didn't I say anything? And the truth is because I didn't know how to say anything and I was too scared. That's actually one thing that I've been working on in my life currently is having better, brave conversations. And you guys, I'm old. I'm not in my teens and I am still working on this. Brave conversations are conversations that you really want to have in situations and you just really want to say something and you are really scared. And many times you just don't. And I have been reading this book titled Crucial Conversations. And some of what I am sharing with you guys today is from that book. It is such an important skill to have a conversation about any topic with another human because it's crucial to any social relationship and getting along with people. Think about your relationship if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and maybe something that they're doing isn't like vibing with you very well and you wanna say something, but you're scared to. Or a best friend and you wanna say something to them, but you're scared to. So whether you're at work, at home, at school, Any place, being able to have conversations with people about important topics is one of the all-time best skills that you can learn. It will make your life so much better. The solution to any of these problems that I've been mentioning is having a conversation. Many times solutions to our social situations is just to have a simple conversation with somebody. And most of our problems in relationships can be solved with a conversation. So why don't we just have these conversations? And that's what I'm going to be working with you guys on today. And I want you to think, what's one conversation in your life right now that you are avoiding having? And this can be as simple as just asking your sister to turn her music down when you're studying or anything, you guys, anything that you need to have a conversation about. Now, one thing from this book that I thought was crazy is that by the time we are three or four years old, we have already learned socially that we have to choose between telling the truth about a situation versus keeping a friend. And that was mind-blowing to me that our brains already know by the time that we are that young that if we tell the truth about who we are or how we think or how we feel in a situation, that we are in jeopardy of losing the friendship. So it's no wonder many of us don't have more conversations. We don't say how we're feeling. We don't tell people what we think. We don't really truly be ourselves. We would rather pretend that everything is okay or that we agree with what is going on 
than risk being alone. And I was working with a client the other day and she was having some issues with her friends teasing her about some things that she didn't like and she didn't want to be teased about anymore. And I asked her like, why don't you just stick up for yourself and tell them how this bothers you? And her answer was, if I did, I wouldn't have any friends. And that's what so many of you are doing. You are not being who you really want to be because you're afraid of losing the friends that you have. But here is the amazing thing that I loved about this book is that it explains that you can have these important conversations and still keep your friends. You can have brave conversations with the people around you and still get along with all the people and still have really great relationships. You can say something or speak up and still be liked or belong in the group. And that is the important thing here, learning how to have conversations that you really feel like you want to have and also believing that you can do it in a way that actually strengthens the relationship with a peer instead of completely damaging the relationship. Wouldn't that be amazing if you could really have good conversations with people and you could say whatever you wanted to say with them in the right way and have it strengthen the relationship? Pretty cool, right? It's a win-win for everybody. So I want to go through five tips with you on how to have brave conversations with your friends and the people around you. So number one is Don't wait to have the conversation. The longer you delay having the conversation with the person, the worse off the relationship gets, especially inside your brain. And this is because you start thinking negative thoughts about the person and resenting them and talking to other friends about them. And can you believe they did this? And I can't believe they're so rude. And that isn't good for any relationship. So Go to the person you need to have the conversation with to discuss the issue, not everyone else except for that. And I'll give your sister like having her music on too loud as an example for this. Like the longer you delay having the conversation with her and her music is blasting and you're trying to study, the more and more your brain is going to start to be really dramatic about your sister and about the situation and how she's so rude and how she's so disrespectful and Doesn't she know that I'm studying? And (laughs) our brains just love to go off on stuff like that when instead, like the easiest and quickest thing to do would be to just ask her or request like, hey, I'm studying. Can you please turn your music down? Like later on, can we both listen to it as loud as we want and we can sing our favorite song or do whatever? But delaying the conversation makes the situation so much worse for us, especially inside our own brains have the conversation as soon as you can. Number two is really ask yourself, but not only prepare yourself before you go into the conversation by asking yourself, what do I want to have happen from this conversation? And really think about this question before you have the conversation, because this will help guide you. Do you want to be paid back? Do you want to be invited next time? Do you want them to ask permission for borrowing things? Do you want to stop being teased? Do you want your sister to turn the music down? Like, what is it that you want? And knowing the answer to this question will help guide you and stay on topic during the conversation so that you don't get off track and so that you don't end up making the situation also mean something about yourself and who you are. The conversation isn't about you. It's about what you want to have happen. 
And that's two very important distinctions. Number three is make sure the conversation is safe for both people involved. The reason brave conversations don't happen is because people don't feel safe. Maybe you feel taken advantage of and the other person feels attacked or threatened. And when the conversations aren't safe for either party, it's really hard to have a logical and calm conversation because our brains go into protection and defense mode. And then we say things in that mode that don't help solve any problems. Like think about when you feel defensive, what do you say? (laughs) We don't come up with good solutions or kind words when we feel defensive. So some examples of this would be like, hey, I am super flattered that you like my style of clothes. You looked so cute in those pants the other night. I actually need to wear them tomorrow. When can you have them washed for me? Or I love going to Starbucks with you after school. You are so much fun to be with. My mom is cutting down on my allowance for activities. Is there another activity that we can do together that doesn't cost as much? Or can you cover the drinks the next few times? And you can really tailor your question of conversation around tip number two, which is figuring out what you want to have happen from the conversation while also making sure it's a safe environment for both parties to share what is on their mind and how they think and how they feel. Number four, look for understanding of the other person's situation. I think that so often if we could truly understand the other person's situation, we would be able to communicate more effectively and have way better relationships. How can you have understanding for the other person's part in the situation? Especially in cases where you aren't invited. Maybe the adult planning the activity for certain reasons put a limit on how many people could be invited, or maybe there was a time crunch or a miscommunication. When you look for understanding in in another person's situation, sometimes we realize like, oh, hey, if I was in that same situation, I would have done the exact same thing. Okay, I get it. Many times just understanding the other side of the story helps us just solve the problem altogether. We get closure on the whole situation when we can understand what happened for the other person. And number five, you guys, is make reasonable requests when you're having brave conversations, but also know that ultimately the only person you can control is yourself. You can't control other people. And I know I say that all the time, but really (laughs) you cannot control other people, all right? You can always request someone do something differently or to talk to you differently or pay you back or to stop teasing you or to turn down the music. But if they don't, you can't control them. And then the decision is up to you. Do I want to live with people who borrow my clothes and not return them? You get to decide that. You get to decide if you want to be friends with people who tease you after you've asked them not to. Or do I want to hang out with someone who doesn't pay me back? Do I want to sit next to my best friend in class even though she keeps copying my work? You can ask the teacher to change your seat. Do I want to do my homework in my room next to my sister who's blaring the music? You can get up and go do your homework somewhere else. You can only do your best to be the person that you want to be. And if other people 
don't respect that, then you are still going to be safe. If someone no longer wants to be friends with you because you have a brave conversation with them, then I think you might know what to do next. But many times, brave conversations just help clear up misunderstandings or honestly, things that people didn't even realize were happening. So think about the brave conversations that you want to have in your life. And I know you guys, there is a risk in having these brave conversations. They're scary. You have to be brave. You feel nervous. You feel anxious about them. But on the other spectrum is what is going to happen if you don't start having these conversations with the people around you? What are you risking when you don't say something and you really do want to say something? And are you willing to risk it? Are you willing to put aside your thoughts and your feelings and pretend to be somebody that you aren't to keep friendships? And there's not a right or wrong answer here, you guys. I just want you to think about that. And then message me on Instagram at the Teen Life Coach. Let me know how these conversations are going. Let me know if you need help having these conversations. All right, and I will see you guys next week. Hey, guys. Do you want more? If you are ready to work with me in one of my coaching programs for teens, check out my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com. Whatever you are struggling with, whether big or small, I can help. We learn so much more in my programs than what is offered here on the podcast. Come join me, you guys. See you soon.